With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Hey, this is the Must Hear Music Podcast. My name is Joe Lynch, and I'm sitting here with Sadie. Uh, She is of the band Speedy Ortiz, which is an incredible band you've probably heard of, and she's coming out with her first solo album, which is under the moniker SAD13, spelled S-A-D, and then the number 13. So uh, welcome, first off. Thank you. Those are all true facts. (laughs) All right. You fact-checked that. That's all true. I was sitting here fact-checking myself while you were... It's like, yes, name is Sadie in a band, Speedy. Uh, so I mean, I guess I quibble with whether or not your listeners have all heard of Speedy Ortiz. Well, we've we featured on the podcast before. That's true. We, but that's yes. possible that they've forgotten. But if they have, revisit that episode. It was revisit episode number. As far uh, as I recall, we talked 15. about Justin Bieber a whole lot. Uh yeah, that's very possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, I mean, my first question is like, why solo album? Like, why now? Or you know, what was the impetus? Just felt like doing it. <laughs> Just sick of the rest of the band. No, no, we're still doing Speedy stuff. We're working on the next Speedy album right now. But um, I had a month off in January. I hadn't had a whole month off in a few years. Um, And my bandmates weren't around, and we didn't really have plans to work on new material for a while. So um, I wound up just making this solo record with the month I had off. and So you took time off and then you did work, basically. Yeah, I hate to... That's I'm a workaholic incredible. is really the answer. Like, <laughs> yeah. why now? Because I hate to relax. Right. <laughs> you can't just, like, watch Netflix like everyone else. I, I, there was a lot of um, Jessica Jones watching okay. while I made this nice. record. I think I was... Um, season two of Transparent was happening nice. while I made yeah. this record. Uh, I think... Um, how to Make a Murderer I watched as well. Right. So I was doing the Netflix and okay. I, I wasn't Netflix and chilling. I was Netflix and tracking. Netflix and tracking. Nice. Yeah. Um, well, and actually that reminds me of one thing I was going to ask. The um, One of the songs on the album sings about Say Yes to the Dress. Do yeah. you actually watch I've the show? I've never seen that show. <laughs> it's kind of an incredible show. I was show. bound to get that question. Yeah. Um, I mean, My mom is always great. saying, like, say yes to the dress because I think she watches it. The ones that take place in Atlanta are really fun. I should, okay. I would My homework it. Now. Yeah. I mean, don't go out of your way. No, I told you, I love to work. So, yeah. You've given this, me this some homework. Work right. To so do. now watching terrible reality TV is work for yeah. you. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess what, I mean, making it, like, making this album solo versus, like, working with the band, like, how was it different? Was it not that different or what was it like? Well, I think the end result is quite different, but the um, initial process is pretty similar. Most Speedy Ortiz songs start as pretty fully formed demos where I'm playing all the instruments and then mm-hmm. I'll send them around to my bandmates over email and then we'll meet up to sort of um, take them back down to a, a level of four people playing them live. Um, and then based on how it goes playing them live, we sort of build the studio arrangement. Right. Whereas... Um, in this case, like I made the demos while writing the songs and then didn't have to deal with any other people. So <laughs> I wound up redoing um, 
the vocals and the drums in like nicer mm-hmm. recording studios but um really i just built from the same session files as the demos and cool. didn't have anybody else telling me anything <laughs> <laughs> um i really like it i Thank mean it's, it, it is i love speedy and i like that this is like obviously it's your voice so that's the same but it's like a pretty like a different sound. I actually I, hired a sound-alike singer to sing on there. No, oh, kidding. wow, yeah. <laughs> that would like be a cool. Milli Vanilli If there situation. was like an impersonator of me. Right. There's a lot of Sadie impersonators. Yeah, all the Billboard listeners who've heard Speedy or T's have just been practicing their impressions. Right, me, right. So. Exactly. Um, um, I do a pretty good one. I bust it out at parties. I'm like, so guys. You actually sang one of the tracks on the... I Yeah, I forgot to mention you, that. You're yeah. actually the featured This singer. is actually my album. <laughs> That's why I'm on the podcast. Um... I was gonna. So a lot of the lyrics are like a little more like personal on this one. Like there's one where it sounds like you're just like basically saying like, "Hey, I have a guy who's a friend," and that's it. Like it seems like they're inspired by like very specific situations. They're, I think they always are, but um, I felt more comfortable being super explicit on this record mm-hmm. because I was only speaking for myself rather than right. like a band of four people. Um, so there are certainly things that I would not have like felt comfortable singing uh, with Speedy Ortiz that. I didn't really care. I was like, whatever. This is this is my fun solo project. If anyone right. thinks it's stupid, then they only have to think I'm stupid instead of right. Um, you know. It's not on the band. And there's yeah. a lot of like, well, a lot of you have a song called Krampus, and that's I think true. you talk about slasher movies at one point. Probably that sounds right. Are you a big fan of like the horror? I genre? do like horror. Yeah, um, the slasher movies thing. That's in that Just a Friend song. Yeah. I was thinking. Well, I love Charlie XCX, and I was thinking mm-hmm. of her a lot when I was making this record. And um, What's the song? It's like, um, you know, just what I like. Yeah, I know. She what you talks mean. about. Yeah. She's like horror films with the super gore. <laughs> she's like rapping yes. it. So I, I was that was like a nod to that song. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but I like horror in general. Yeah, no, I love horror movies. Um, did you see any good ones this year? Did um, you see Lights Out? Or I did not see Lights oh, Out, but that cool. Snapchat filter ruined me. Yes, it was very, very scary. I that Snapchat filter was like. I don't know if it, that the listeners use Snapchat, but you can like, I mean. I'm going to guess they, they know do. what it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was a lights out filter for like a few days. It was the first one that you swipe to. And instead of anything happening to your face, it like pauses for a second and then it all goes dark and like a scary yes. like monster pops out. And I, that happened. I accidentally went on that filter and I actually cried. Wow. So I can't. <laughs> that must have been like a, a little, little emotional tear, time. But I just like, yeah. I don't like, um. I hate jump scares, mm-hmm. and I really hate jump scares in Snapchat. Wow. So, so I did not see Lights Out. Okay. Because of Wow, Snapchat. so Snapchat filter actually ruined it for you. Yeah, it did uh, the opposite of its Opposite intention. marketing. Um, well, I'm going to say it was a, I'm going to give it the pretty good movie endorsement. People liked it. My friends liked it and told yeah, me I would. it was pretty good. Um, what was I going to ask? I lost my train I was baffled, too, because <laughs> didn't a movie come out where the, um, people are doing like a, like a B&E and the homeowner is blind and then turns into like he's like a super strong like killing maniac um i came out around the same time that one but yes i thought that's what lights out was and i was like now i'll never see that now so now there's two movies i can't see (laughs) um i'm waiting i mean i feel like of all and this is a very new york specific fear and then i'll stop talking about horror movies but we could we could do it all day i just feel like my main fear in life is getting pushed in front of a subway train yeah and i feel like why hasn't that happened in a horror movie like that's that's all i'm ever worried about that's my number one fear that's never happened not even in like a final um maybe in a final destination i've admittedly only seen the first two entries and i think i saw the 3d one when okay all right all right 
There's a thing in Final Destination that still upsets me, which is the getting sucked into the escalator at the bottom. Yes. Oh, I always I always think of that. I hate to be on an escalator. Every escalator of... I'm on, I go through a mental plan how I'm going to escape when I get When your shoelace gets stuck and then your whole torso is being eaten up by the escalator. I don't think that's actually possible though, right? No, it's like... definitely not, but I still think it will happen to me. Yeah. I'm always really worried about that. I always figure the worst case, like my pant would get stuck and then I would have to take off my pants and just run away. From yeah, but you're, how are you going to get out fast enough? That's a lot of effort. In, in my mind, I've got it figured out. I was talking Probably to Ben not. from Power Bottom about this escalator fear because I really hate, I like will always take the stairs if I have the option. Yeah. Um, I don't go to malls for this reason. Uh, ben doesn't like the revolving glass doors. I think oh, first. I'm not worried about that. I was like, I understand it's a claustrophobia thing, but you're not going to get your torso chewed up by a revolving glass door. Right. Like, what's the worst that's going to, like, you're going to get stuck or something. Yeah, you might be in the compartment with someone who, like, smells bad. I don't know. Right. It's not the end of the world. No. Um. Anyways, so, yes. but we should go back to the record. <laughs> okay. So, it comes out November 11th. Um, that's 11-11. 11-11. Is that intentional? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it comes out at 11-11 in the morning, right? That would be cool. I should actually make that happen. You should make that happen. It was yeah. supposed to come out October 27th, which um, would have been like Halloween week, right, which is what spooky. I wanted. And that was the yeah. date I asked for for that reason. Uh, but I missed the art deadline by like four hours. Bummer. So. Oh, and it's called Slugger. I forgot to mention It is that. called Slugger. Which is, what's the significance of that? It's kind well, of like it's named, it's a character little... in the um, Satoshi Kon anime paranoia agent. I don't know what that is. It's really good. <laughs> I think. I'm not an anime person. I, I'm... This is like one of the, I think one of the greats. Okay. Um, so that's like. A very revered director. and Okay. It's just like a really strange, surreal but well done. Um, is it like a series or a film? It's a, it's a one um, one season series. Okay. But Satoshi Kon did films prior to that, like Paprika. Oh, um, I love Paprika. Yeah, so it's like okay. the same kind of thing. That was, a, yeah, okay. So I'm not I'm not anti-anime. It's just one of those, there's, you know, it's like, yeah. you can't know everything in life. You can't know everything a, in life. This is one, I think, worth me. knowing. It aired on Adult Swim in like the mid-2000s. And the okay. character, Lil Slugger, the concept of the show is there's this like little boy on roller skates with a bat who um, strikes people in the head in their moments of like Aww. lowest despair and they kind of come out from the trauma like doing better really? and I just kind okay. of thought that was a fitting metaphor for some of the themes of the record okay. Is that coming you out of trauma yeah, yeah I'm hitting people with a baseball bat and that's right. why I named the record and then they feel better about it okay. yeah um is there anything like I mean I guess like how do you describe the sound on this if someone like knows speedy and like hasn't heard the new album, like what, what would you describe it to as? Me, to me, it them? sounds pop, but when I sent it to my friends, they were like, oh, it doesn't sound that different from Speedy. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, it has like more electronics. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I did it mostly on my laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of it is, you know, MIDI parts I was writing or program drums. Yeah. Or, um, the guitars are recorded like mostly directly into the laptop. So yeah. they have kind of that um, compressed sound that Speedy very much sounds like live band in a room right. this is not yeah. that kind of thing but it's not like lo-fi or anything like it still sounds like pretty that's cool that you say that because I, I did this like in a tiny bedroom well it um, sounds it sounds like a pretty like I mean I'm not saying like it sounds super polished but it yeah it doesn't have that kind of like laptop quality even if it yeah. was laptop well really. I think the message there is that like it's not um, I don't know I like that I made this record for like almost no money mostly by myself my yeah, friend Gabe Wax mixed it and he did he like definitely polished it up quite mm-hmm. a bit but um i think it's a good testament to the fact that you don't need money to make a record that right 
you know, doesn't necessarily sound lo-fi. And I did, I mean, I started doing this record in GarageBand. I, like, learned to use Logic to finish the record. But, That's awesome. Um, I don't know. It's like a... It's a populist pop album. Like you could make this record yourself. <laughs> and you just moved from New York to Philly, I did. so you're just saving money left and right. I am. I basically, yeah. that's why I can afford this. Really, I'm I'm drinking a very fancy um, seltzer. Yeah, it's like a like it has to be taller than a foot. This bottle. It's really it's, of seltzer. This is a seltzer company that's existed since 1871. <laughs> so you it know says it's America's good. premium water. Um, so this is the, yeah. the money that I would be spending on rent or recording sessions. I'm, it is going all, I'm the putting seltzer. It all in the seltzer. And, and that's a pricey thing, you know. That's uh, got to be at least, what, $2? Yeah, it's like 2 yeah. bucks. Um, okay, let's talk about, you brought some suggestions for music picks, stuff that you've been listening to. I did. So let's go to that. What do we have? Yeah. I have to grab my I laptops. already can't remember what I, what I told you. Um, but I have them written you'll remind out me. That's... with little notes. Oh, yes. Um, let's start. Okay, so NAO or is it NAO? I think it's NAO. Okay, so th- yep. this is a, a British. But I had a singer. struggle with um, the last time I talked about her on the radio. I was like, I don't know how to pronounce it, but she's great. Yeah, uh, oh, I do that constantly on, on the podcast. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know how this person's name is pronounced, mm-hmm. but it's good, and this is it. Um, so yeah, NAO, yes. British singer. She's um, a producer too. She produced this whole record. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's cool. And it sounds very much to me like. Timbal and Aaliyah stuff, which is um, my favorite collab in music ever. Really, that's like yeah. your all time. I'm, I'm, I mean, I like Aaliyah, but like I'm definitely I skew more Missy. With oh, the I Timbaland mean, I love Missy. I'm yeah. just a sucker for like sad love songs, and that's, right, that's Aaliyah. Yeah. Um. So anyway, song called is called Inhale Exhale. Yeah. Um. I actually was not familiar with her, and I really liked this. Oh, cool. This was very great. I thought it's like sort of funky, but like not like super funky, like kind of a laid back sort yeah. of thing. I've been, I've been bugging about her because um, I know that she produces it, but I wanted to know more about her process, and I feel like most of her interviews are just like, yeah, she can sing really well. Yeah. She's like doing all this production herself, and I think she just released, like I'd love to read a tape op interview where she mm-hmm. just talks about how she produced this record, because it sounds so, uh, it just sounds incredible. Yeah, um, but she made a documentary series of like her recording sessions, and it just seemed it's cool. All right, well, I'll check it out, or maybe we I'll even interview her, and then oh, we can. If you do, you know, please ask her the nerdy gear questions. We can get to the bottom because nobody's of this. asking those. All right, I'll get to the bottom. definitely want to talk about this dreezy wasted yes i i want to talk about so her. dreezy what what are your thoughts on dreezy? i don't know too much about her did you look her up look her up at all i know i knew her before but i admittedly don't know much about okay. her we, we, which is terrible because we did a little thing in the magazine on her oh for real so i've literally read things about her and forgotten them yeah but i know that i like her. i haven't read anything about her someone sent me one song from this record and i heard the whole thing and i think it's awesome um I just like this song because it's it's such a specific topic that I can't think of anyone yes. exploring so fully in a song, which is like that person that, you know, only wants your time when they're wasted. Right. And she really like explores this metaphor for a good four minutes. 
No, I, I, I was just, that's what I wrote down. But I love, like, talking about this idea, like, the person who only gets in touch with you, texts yeah. you when they're wasted. They love you when they're drunk. In the morning, they're like, Exactly. What, what did um, I say? Have, well, I was going to ask, have you been that person? Have you been on the other end of that person? I think we've all been that person and been on the receiving yeah, end. Yeah, I've definitely done both of those. I've, I think I've been on the receiving end more recently, so this is my, um, this is right. my jam right now. It almost reminded me, like, like it, and I'm not saying it is, but, like, it could be, like, a response track to Drake because I feel like so many Drake songs, like, mm-hmm. he sounds, like, kind of stoned or drunk and, like, yeah. he's singing about loving someone. And you always kind of get the sense you're, like, the next morning you're not going to care you to Drake. this way. Yeah. Yeah. So I like to imagine it like that. I, you know, maybe we should cast them in, like, a short film. Great. Well, I definitely Soundtrack have that power, so I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. yeah. Not Let's a problem. Let's get on the podcast. Uh, Only want my time when you waste it. You only hit my line when you waste it. It's up me you love me when you waste it. I'm only on your mind when you waste it. Tell me what you waste. My time, my time. My time, my time. My time, my time. My time, my time. Oh, the other one I want to talk about. Shamir trying to survive. Yes, this is brand new. Um, Shamir is my good bud. Philly resident. Um, this song came out like three days ago or something. Yeah, just a couple days it's ago. It's for like a Ray Bans commercial oh, is or it? something. I was gonna say because I, I only heard the song. I know there was like a short film, but I didn't yeah. watch it. Oh, it's cool. It's cute. Um, Shamir. It's like a more. He was like worried that it was too rock and people wouldn't like it, but it doesn't sound that way to me. It sounds like no. just an awesome Shamir song. Yeah, and features. Uh, you know, there's some talk about a machete in there. I'm nice. very drawn towards songs with machetes. Again, violence, mm-hmm. horror. Um, yeah, this is not a horror <laughs> song, but in my mind it is. Halls and alleys, but written valleys is where the sun Yeah, I love him so much. So cool. And um, I don't know him personally, but like just that album, his album was so good. I could just listen to it over and over. Yeah. Oh, it was one of my favorites of, when did it come out? 2015? I think it was last year, right? I yeah, it must look, have been. Um, but like yeah, March of I last like, year. this is like slightly, like you said, like not, not like rock, hard rock, but like jangly kind yeah. of 90s guitar pop sort of thing for but him. But he has like one of, some of the most eclectic tastes of anyone I know. I feel like every time we hang out, I'm finding out about like ten new like, like yeah. punk fans or like super pop singers. I don't know. Yeah, so you guys um, are like hangout buds. That's yeah, fine. yeah. What is this airing? This um time? next week. At okay. The well, Why? I have a video coming out tomorrow that Shamir guests in. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm so excited. Um, but yeah, that's funny that you said it was um the Ray-Bans commercial because it remind I was like if it's not in a commercial already this song like should be in a commercial yeah it kind of reminds me of Hey Ya and I feel like they treat mm-hmm. it they put in the commercial like Shamir's in a band and it very much looks like the like I don't know it's a similar yeah. aesthetic to that like um because they're playing on the radio it's like nice yeah, yeah. it's cool um and the other that yeah and I love just like the line I'm a sheep in wolf's clothing mm-hmm. like, well that's the name of the um the the short film oh cool 
I gotta watch you this gotta movie. I just, I feel like I never have time at work to like actually watch something. It's like four minutes long. It's not like a full. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's not like, like I can out. listen and do stuff. Oh, so it's not okay. So no, there are no scare jump me. scares in the Shamir Ray Vans commercial. Um, jump scares don't actually scare me. Is what scares you? Um, stuff like Texas Chainsaw scares okay, me. Okay, see, I can do any amount of gore above yeah. it. Like torture porn, fine. That if a face can. pops out at any point in time, like it could be your face. If I don't know <laughs> it's coming in the movie, I'm like hiding and maybe well, tearing up. Yeah, if it's in real life, like I'll def- I'll get startled, but like doesn't doesn't like deeply scare it me. It really upsets me. Um, yeah, no, like the stuff like that, like people getting like severely hurt and dismembered. I'm like makes me very, but I love it. I, I don't mean, know I why that doesn't it. it doesn't bother me at all. Right, but any kind of f- scary face. I mean, see, the thing I don't... I mean, I understand why it's startling, but, like, so it's a scary thing. I mean, what? It pops out and, not, know, and nothing like, happens after that. Oh, it's so bad, though. I'm getting really <laughs> upset thinking about it. All right, let's, let's, we'll change the subject. Take a sip of seltzer, <laughs> settle I'm down. I'm, like, looking in the, out the window expecting a, you know, ghost face to pop up. Uh, this is not a haunted office. I can confirm that. Ghost face isn't a real ghost. That's true, yeah. Just a, just a killer out just, for some, Just a killer out for Sydney Prescott. part of the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna switch to next? Oh, uh, Zena Rubinos. Am I pronouncing it's that right? Zenia Rubinos. Zenia Rubinos. Yeah. Okay. The song's called I Won't Say. Um, I love that her voice. Her voice is amazing. Um, yeah, this whole record is really cool. I think a lot of these songs I like have been so into the whole records that I just, um, picked some of the songs I haven't right. been listening to as much. Um, but I love how... I feel like there's a big discrepancy between how she performs the verse and the chorus on this mm-hmm, one. It just like totally. showcases how much she can really do. Yeah, that's what stuck out to me. Like the singing is like, like I don't I don't know, kind of like that soul jazz thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it doesn't sound like Nina Simone, but it reminds me of that ability. Yeah, to like, I think other people have said that too. You're, you're like, spot on with that. Go with that, but um, but yeah, and then the rapping is like that kind of like conver- more conversational, totally. like laid back. And I think what's I cool about that. this record is it's such a like pastiche of really like everything that she must listen to like yeah. sometimes it's like prog rock right um, yeah there's even like a little bit of like psychedelic uh, totally in there, and yeah it's like it's really cool um Zenia Rubinos yeah okay Another one you suggested, Sam Evian. I need yeah, a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know anything about this guy, but okay, do you know yes. stuff? He was in a band called Celestial Shore that mm-hmm. was in New York, and they played for quite a few years, and like Speedy's played with them a bunch of times, and this is his first solo record okay. um, for Saddle Creek. Cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I just it just reminded me of like kind of like edgier, like adult contemporary. It kind of reminded me. Yeah. I, I feel like uh, it's... Got a little George Harrison vibe, maybe yeah. like Kurt Vile. I can see that. But I like the message of the song, which I think um, was something along the lines of like that the world is so messed up that it's like really hard to trust any of the people in power. But yeah. it sounds like this nice love song, and it's like 
right. really about being distrustful and scared about the world. Oh, so I think that's, that's cool. Good. Yeah, it's cool, accurate, timely. Yeah. Um. Look at me straight and don't lie. stuff so politics oh, God. Uh, what how are you feeling right now with uh, everything? yesterday was horrible yeah well I, this is gonna air later but this will air later um but. yeah just uh there was a lot of police brutality yesterday um yeah. two people were murdered by well over the weekend That's, i guess and yeah yesterday um it's a pretty i don't know i don't think anywhere in, in the world is doing so great right now no uh, it's depressing <laughs> No, it's very depressing. I don't know. It it seems like at the beginning of the year, it's like hard to imagine that we'd like be where we are now. Yeah, I try to be optimistic, but it's it's hard to feel that way when I feel like every day either someone is you know murdered by a police officer right. or we'll Donald Trump get away with you know it. Yeah. calls for someone to shoot Hillary Clinton or um, yeah. you know we're still dealing with the the bathroom bill stuff like mm-hmm. um, and that's just in the United States like yeah. yeah. No, that's true. And then, no, you're absolutely right, though. I mean, all terrible, really inexcusable things in the U.S., but then it's like things are a lot worse. Things are bad, and we need to, like, take refugees, and we're about to, you know, we're on the precipice of maybe electing someone who is literally making metaphors about human beings who need, like, who need refuge as poisoned candy? Yeah, poisoned candy. Uh, Really incredible stuff. Um... Do you think? I mean, I don't think he's going to get elected, though. I, I know I'm no political expert. I think he would even get the, the Republican nomination. Yeah, I. I feel yeah. like I'm maybe just convincing myself that it's not. We didn't happen. think. I didn't think Bush would get elected either time. I, I could see that. And Bush that. is less scary. I was so. Yeah, right? Bush is a lot less scary, definitely. I think Bush at least, well, without getting too much into politics, like Cheney was like pulling the strings and like that guy, like at yeah, least. Yeah, but what's worse about Donald Trump is like. He, he's, he's said many times he may decline to, to serve. Right. And he's in which also case, we wind up with his horrifying vice president as, yeah. like, the... Yeah. Uh, right. Who's even worse. Scarier, yeah. Yeah. Pence. What kind so of a last name is that, anyways? President Pence. That just sounds evil, kind of, you know? Like it, it really does. Banal and evil at the same time. I just think time. of, like, six pence on the red chair. Yeah, that too. It'd be well, cool if they were the vice less president. Evil. Right. Yeah, maybe that'll happen. Um... Anyways. Yeah, it was all a ruse to get six pence on the rancher in office. Right. It was just a really long prank from Trump. It seems like a really long prank, but then the, all the rhetoric that's being stirred up is so like filled with racism and bigotry that mm. even if he's not elected, I feel like all the racists are like awake now. No, I think there's there's truth to not. that. Like the sleeping dragon is mm-hmm. kind of like mobilized. There was like I f- I'm forgetting the name of the journalist, but someone from MTV went to a Trump rally and she was taking photos of it for MTV and a mm. man came up to her and was like, "I didn't say you could take my photo." And she's like, I'm, I'm, I'm pressed though. Like, mm-hmm. yes, I can. And he was like, I didn't say. It went on to a whole long thing, and he basically threatened to follow her home. Just like, wow. It's just like scary that people feel so emboldened to. Yes. You know. That's really yeah. Exercise power and control that they feel is waning, but like shouldn't have been theirs to begin with. It's, right. Right. And I feel like that's all the, the Trump supporters. There's, yeah. Well, I think there's a lot of instability which is like just comes from anger and right 
I don't know. But Hillary to me is very moderate. Like I can't understand. I mean, it's really she scary to me that yeah, you know. I think there's a lot of reasons. There's a lot of things at play. Certainly more than like get into on this podcast, and really probably right. more than I understand. Same. There was a great Lindy West article in the Guardian this week or last week, um, where she talks about we need to stop spending so much time talking about why Trump is horrible, and we need to spend more time talking about why Clinton is actually a great option. Yeah, and that even if you know there are policy points we disagree with, there are plenty of or you know voting records we disagree with, there are plenty of. Um, her her campaign is like mostly things that I would want for right. any candidate. Um, yeah, and I think mostly things a lot of people would want. But, anyways, yeah. um, <laughs> hopefully, I I feel like so everyone's voting, right? Everyone who listens to this podcast, I, I is hope voting. so. Yeah, and I hope they're all in swing states. Me, yeah. Right? <laughs> I hope there's a just all swing state listeners. We played in out Ohio. There. Speedy played in Ohio last weekend, and we saw a, someone's like personal car that they had decked out to be fully about Donald Trump. You know, I went and saw, and I'm, this, this is make me sound like I'm like 70 years old. I went and saw Donovan in concert the Whoa. other day, and it was it was pretty good. Like his voice is a little that's weak. that's pretty cool. But yeah, I'm a, I, I love his music. I do like, too. It's like pretty like like the lyrics can be dippy, but it's so like eclectic and like yeah. I don't know. I like him. Um, but there was a guy with a Trump hat there, and it was like he's no, like the I, hippiest hippie. You don't like, want them to be part of the things you like, but they are. I know. Yeah. See, that's we exactly. We might have Trump supporters <laughs> listening to this right now. They probably turned it off by now. Probably turned it off by now. Um, God, yeah, it was just so weird. I was like, how do you? And he was like old, so I was like, so you were like a hippie back in the day, presumably. Yeah. And what what happened? What dude? happened? Yeah. I had a um, I had a Hillary Clinton Mark Jacobs shirt from like two thousand three or four wow. um, that I like got rid of like Ugh. after I don't know what a mistake it yeah. was a mistake because I wasn't I was I was pro Obama yeah pro Obama I was yeah. pro Obama but I wish I still had and well also Mark Jacobs is um, not the shining like example of a person that uh, oh I don't know much about him is he oh Mark Jacobs did like some kind of like white girl dreadlocks thing recently and caught flack for it and mm-hmm. then his response was something along the lines of I don't see color that's always one of those like eh. you think I'm appropriating what about people who relax their hair like it was like a, it was a nightmare sure okay thanks Mark yeah. um, no I don't admittedly don't keep up too much on fashion but as you probably guessed no you look fly oh thanks that's so nice you look way way cooler anyways I, I do look cool right now I got yeah. hair dye all over my sweat, sweater though yeah you have a rainbow uh, for those who are listening and can't see like a rainbow pony uh, side true. pony basically yep. rainbow side with a butterfly clip Ugh, I missed the butterfly clip that's pretty awesome <sighs> Um, okay, let's yes. do a couple of your other choices. Okay. Um, half, uh, half Wave. So this is another one I wasn't familiar with. Yeah. Uh, the song's called Nest. It's got like this kind of like, any, well, anyways, you talk about it because you know more. I don't it. actually know a ton about this project. Um, uh, I think this record came out at the end of last year, but it got a, my friend, a friend of mine reviewed it for Pitchfork, so I, <laughs> I'm like late, a latecomer. But I believe they share most of their members with Pine Grove. Um, but it's really more of like um, electronic, just like really interesting. The review compared it to, um, I don't know. It's just she's got a great voice and the arrangements are cool and um, I like it. Yeah, the voice is like, it just has like this like naturally otherworldly quality. Oh yeah, I feel like she could be singing opera, but she's singing like yeah. No, I love that. Stuff. Yeah, and, um, and then yeah, and then there's parts where like it gets warped, you know, aside from it being like naturally kind of off. 
Yeah, um, it reminds it me of cool. the knife a little bit sometimes with the like I love the, the knife. shifting vocal stuff. Yeah, yeah, or like some of the like or Bowie Saint Vincent stuff, sometimes too. Love Saint Vincent. Yeah. yeah. Um, Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, this is my song of the year. Elk Mountain. Really? It's your song of the year. Well, I- <laughs> they were, last last year they had my my song of the summer, and this might be too. This song is so weird, right? It's it's so good. Yeah. It's I like love four it. totally unrelated sections. Yes. First of which sounds like the Breeders or something to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gets like a little bit like stoner metally. Yeah. Sometimes it sounds like microphones, like um, Phil Alvarez stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, just a really cool song. Yeah. No, I loved it at the end, like the point where like. Her voice, which is like kind of like beautiful and sweet, is kind of just like droning as the guitars are just like. She's got a real like like, like a Deal Sisters character to her yeah, voice, definitely. and I know that Kelly Deal's a big Milk Belly fan. Oh really? So. That's awesome. But they're just a Chicago for who's the date. Yeah, and I love that they're spelled milk belly yes. because I'm from um, St. Paul, Minnesota originally, okay. and there's like one in a hundred people in kind of like the northern cities, like say milk as milk and yeah. pillow as pillow, and I am one of those people, and I, like I get mercilessly mocked every time it happens. I wouldn't have guessed. Yeah, well, I tr- I've been trying to remove it, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like it, it slips out. Those if accents I- are pretty mutable, I think, when you. For sure. Wherever you, I, wherever I move, I like pick up. Yeah. The, oh yeah, I had a cousin who. I mean, I don't have the. I don't think I have a Minnesota accent overall, but milk no, is the one guessed. that milk. like sticks. Yeah. Like I can never get that one. I'm right. from New York, and I think most people don't guess that based on my speaking voice. No, you but, don't have a like, New York accent. Water. I water is that's the that's the giveaway. <laughs> yeah. When they're like, oh, glass glass of water. I'm yeah. Like, eh, I also get called out for like um like R O O F. I say like rough, but it's like roof. I yeah, don't know it's I don't know. <laughs> that is a weird one. I don't get that. Yeah, it's roof. Yeah. It's the roof. But you say like the rough. Yeah. Like diamond in the rough. Yeah. Rough. I don't know. Rough. Um. Anyways. So vowels. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That New York Times thing where they tried to um, oh, geo target really you. really bad. They didn't yeah. get me at all. No, they were totally off. I mean. They thought I was from like Atlanta or something. I forget what they. Yeah, mine was also in, completely off. But yeah, you're right. Accents are pretty mutable. I have a cousin who moved down south and now she has a southern accent mm-hmm. which seems like so fake it but... happened so quick because i lived in texas very briefly i worked um in retail and i worked as a bartender and so you would ha- almost have you to. get tipped so much better if you have a southern accent I'm so sure. i would put it on for work and when i moved back east like my mother was so concerned because there are some things N- that i just will never say <laughs> well no one wants their babies to grow up to be cowboys <laughs> Um, so now on tour, anytime we go, like we hit Virginia, do you put the accent back? It just on happens because I'll hear people talking that way, and I like acclimate right. to it. 
Yeah, that's funny. What about British? Have you ever like we, yeah, adopted that Yeah, when we go there, one? it happens to all of us, I think. There's certain like... Yeah, yeah, when everyone... Not is... even the accent, even just the, um, the grammatical phrasings. like Right, totally. Or like the slang. It's fun to pick up on the slang, though. Yeah. Like, there's oh, nothing yeah. wrong with that. Um, okay, the last one I wanted to talk about, uh, Jackal Onassis, which is such a great band name. Do you, you know what it's a reference to? Um, no. It's a party down. Do you know that TV show? Oh. So they're like Marilyn Manson characters. I do know character. that TV show. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a Marilyn Manson Right. I remember that character. one. That was a really funny episode. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you reminded me of that because I totally forgot I about had forgotten that. too until this band formed and I was... Yeah. And then I rewatched Party Down. Party Down is like one of those great shows that it's like so funny but it's also really sweet too. Mm-hmm. And it like, but not in a cloying way. I will watch any show Rob Thomas works on. Like <laughs> yes. Veronica Mars is my all time favorite great. detective series, and um, I Zombie is pretty great too. I never watched that one. It's good. It's, it's really fun. It really, honestly, it took me a long time to realize that there were two different Rob Thomases. For yes. a long time, I well, was like, actually, oh, I bet the Matchbox Twenty guy just got into TV. Matchbox Twenty Rob Thomas shows up in the season finale of I Zombie that most really aired. Wow. And he gets eaten by zombies. Oh, it was great. Poor, poor dude. Um, yeah, there's tons of crossover between all those shows. But anyway, Jackal Onassis, mm-hmm. the um, drummer and singer of it, is actually going to be in the Sad 13 touring band. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. and yeah, well, that's a good segue because I was going to ask. So what's the situation? Like, what's the touring situation? like? Yeah, well, um, the first Sad 13 song that came out was a collaboration with Lizzo. Mm-hmm. And the person yeah, playing Basement drums on Queens, that, yeah, was awesome. that was Jordan Blakely, who plays in Jackal Onassis and will be touring with us. Mm-hmm. Um Jade from the band Inaco. Have okay. they been on? They should be on. They should, I guess, sure. They should show up all over the billboard. Uh, Jade's going to play, and then Emily Rio is also going to play, and mm-hmm. me. So, four piece. Okay, cool. Um, and so, the, uh, the songs, like, are you rearranging any of them, or is it going to. Sound- we're going to. There'll be. Well, we're figuring that out now. Okay. We're, like, not far enough into practice to know how. And uh, working with Lizzo, how did that, like, are you pals with her? Like, how did that I come wish about? I we were pals. We're not, like, we didn't become buds. Okay. But I have, like, the most respect for her and her music. And, um, yeah. She just got, like, an MTV show, right? Yes. I so haven't watched cool. it, but that is very cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we worked on the song together, and she did a remix with Speedy, too. And mm-hmm. we definitely hung out, but she's so, like, professional in a great way. Um, yeah. That I was just like like blown away the entire time we were in the studio together. Yeah, she's really like something different. She already has a new album coming out in October, I think. Is it? Um, oh. It's when? I think it's an EP. It's an EP, it's an EP. but it's her like major label debut, right? Not totally sure. Because she put out a record last December, mm-hmm. and she's already got something coming out. Like yeah, she. This. I know she has a. Pro- yeah, it's either October or November yeah. or something, but. So good. Yeah. All the songs have been great. That was cool, though. The song with her, I really liked. Oh, yeah. It was so, it's such a dream to work with her because I'd been a fan for a few years. Yeah. Um, And, you you know, Yas Queen. When she did that, everybody in the studio was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Like, blushing and giggling with excitement at how good she was. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, that is the songs we had to talk about and the record. So, okay. So, Slugger, November 11th. Um, Sad 13, which is spelled how it sounds. Uh, <laughs> with and numbers. With numbers, yes. Yeah. S-A-D, number one, number three. Like Taylor Swift 13. Right, her Twitter handle. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and her favorite number, That's, as we all yeah. know. Um, but yeah, Sadie, thank you so much for stopping by. Yeah, thank you It was you really for... fun to have you. 
I appreciate you having me here. Me and my seltzer. Yeah, thanks for bringing that enormous bottle of seltzer with. Um, we really appreciate it. But yeah, no, it was great having you. Uh, thanks for making the drive from Philly to no the problem. Big Apple. Oh and um, you See, this is how I know you're not from New York. I would never call it that. I know. No, as I say it, like I'm you're laughing like, at myself. Yeah. Um, I'm going to probably edit that out because I'm like, <laughs> what did I yeah, Now you that? have to keep it in. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. But anyways, yeah. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Really appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you next time. Cool. Thank you. Ah!